0: This holiday season. Join this unforgettable filmmaking team.
1: Welcome, Prime Minister. This is Natalie. Hello, David. I mean, sir. 20 years ago, you'd have been just his (laughs) type.
0: As they explore that time of year when desires are revealed. And we love. Aren't you young to be in
1: love?
0: No. Oh, okay. Secrets are exposed. Your secretary is very pretty, Mister. Be careful there.
2: And chances are finally taken.
1: All I want for Christmas is you.
0: Universal Pictures invite you.
1: What's the best sex you've ever had? Britney Spears. Not any kidding. <laughs> she was rubbish.
0: To take everything you know about love. You have this kind of problem? Yeah, of course you did. You saucy mings. And multiply it by eight.
1: Oh, Would
0: you excuse me for one second? Okay,
1: that's done. This will be.
2: Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson,
0: Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Rowan Atkinson, Keira Knightley. Christmas is the time to be with the people you love. Yeah, I need a car. This holiday season.
2: And does Natalie live here? All you
0: need. Hello. Is love, actually. Are you
1: seeing carols? I suppose I could.
0: Please,
2: sir,
0: please. Good King Winsor looked out on the feast of Stephen. When the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even. Good evening and welcome back to the Film cast. This is episode 32 and I have my good friends here with me, Stuart. Hello mate, you right? And James. I'm good, I'm good. And we are missing one person. We are missing Graham. Why are we missing Graham? Graham, he's come down with a man flu.
2: and has yes, indeed, uh, he's been
0: struck down in and his prime. Yeah, and it, it, I mean he's lost his voice, so we've we've sent him home. Exactly, he right. can't be with us. But he's uh,
2: we'll be thinking about him during the podcast because it is a podcast about love tonight, isn't it? And it's actually a film that
1: is,
0: um, Graham has picked. So it it's, is. You know, and on Graham's behalf, I'll be going through the uh, synopsis. Graham's going to give it five hours.
1: <laughs> You're talking like he's dead, and on Graham's behalf, I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: uh, well, it is man flu. Who knows yeah, what condition
1: he's he in now? I mean, true. man
2: flu is uh, fatal, to be honest. So. But I know Graham's going to give it
0: five out of five, Yeah, because um, yeah. he did that with his fingers, and it was very good. I just need to apologise to our listeners, because they're probably wondering where our last podcast is, is for Die Hard, and uh, we've had some technical issues with that, haven't we? So uh, we unless, obviously,
1: that... we get this up, and they're wondering why the hell, and is talking about why Die Hard yeah. isn't it? At the moment,
2: yeah. uh, we recorded Die Hard, Die Hard last week, and Die Hard should have been out by now, but... Um, as I say, technical problems, Die Hard will be out um, on iTunes and on the website, but at the moment we're having problems trying to uh trying to get it up, which is a bit of a life problem that I've had really trying to get it out but we
0: just can't get a staff these days, that's the trouble. Exactly. But let's crack on with love actually. Um two thousand and three, a British um rom It's a rom com as they yeah, call it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so Love Actually, two thousand and three, British Christmas-themed romantic comedy uh, film written and directed by Richard Curtis. Um, the screenplay delves into different aspects of the love, of sorry, of love, shown through um, ten separate stories involving a wide variety of individuals, many of whom shown to be interlinked um, through one way or another um, as the tales progress. And um, set primarily in London, the story begins five weeks before Christmas and is played out in a weekly countdown until the holiday, followed by an epilogue that uh, takes place one month later. Is it? One month later? Yeah, well, this is what I've been told by Graham, so, you know, I can only go by... I suppose book. the the end scene
2: is the month later, I suppose, isn't it?
0: Yeah. 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 It's it's awesome. it, does, it say, does it say, because I know
1: throughout the film it says... <laughs> Two weeks to go, three weeks to go, whatever. Yeah. Does it say a month? I don't know, I can't right. remember. All I know is, it's bookended by the airport arrival things when, when yeah. you hear Hugh Grant's voice going on about, mm. you know. Mm. It, it may have come up at the end place. one
2: month later, but uh, my eyes were streaming and it was blurry, I was crying, I was emotional wreck. and really? I
0: probably missed it. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> mate, no. Yeah. Um, it's got an all-star cast. I think it's, I think it's got a cre- quite a great, you know, a
2: huge cast. Yeah, isn't it it's got, yeah.
0: You know, they've they've reeled in everyone. Even Anton Deck make a little special appearance. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if Anton Deck are in there, that's that's something. It gives it cute so awesome at the End of the day, doesn't it? We, we've got. I'll just go through some of them because it's just too many names to kind of reel off. But we've got Alan Rickman, Hans Emma, Gruber. Hans Gruber, yes. Emma Thompson, Hugh Grant, bumbling English fool, um, Kira Knightley. Looks absolutely gorgeous in this, as always. Oh, I don't you know. think so. No. Really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought this and the first Pirates film is probably the prettiest she's ever been. I thought
2: she was far too stage. skinny in this and she, yeah. I had problems with her jaw. It stuck out too much. She's yeah, got a I lovely like jaw. It. Just no, kind it, of jaw just, you want to... No, I didn't like the whole story
0: of involving them as well. I found that really annoying. And uh, we've got Colin Firth, um, Liam Neeson... Yeah. He's, he's top. He's geezer. got special
2: skills. Special
0: skills. Yep. Don't. He will find his them. children. Yeah, he
2: will find them and he will kill them. Yeah. So.
0: Um, who else? Who else have we got? Uh, I... It's got a huge cast. It's got Rowan Atkinson yeah. in, is not it? Rowan Atkinson,
2: yes. And it's got uh, the geezer from uh, plays a Sheriff in Walking Dead. He's yes. in it, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name, but it's
0: not really important. <laughs> so, let's crack on with the plot. That sounds a brilliant, idea. Shall we? Shall we? Yeah, you go for it. Okay, so the film begins with a voiceover from David here, Grant, um, commenting that whatever he um, gets, glo- whenever he gets gloomy um, with the state of the world, he thinks about um, the arrivals at Terminal at Heathrow. Um, now, this it kind of starts off with people. Hugging and kissing... Do you think and, they were real people?
2: Uh, they were being videoed or not? Nah, or do you think it was all set up?
0: I think it was all set up.
2: Yeah. yeah. I never oh, think yeah. about the arrivals that he yeah. just depresses me. Every time I think about airports, people who have been on holiday...
1: It's no, just... but it's true though. The arrival gates, it is true. Most people there are happy. Aren't yeah. they? Mm.
2: Depends what your relationship's like.
1: I'm always happy. I've always been happy.
2: Yeah. I if mean, your, the... If your missus has gone away and you can play the Xbox for three weeks... And she comes back and you can't do that anymore, you'd be a big guide. But that's a form
1: of love. What, for the Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't be. happy We're talking to about being up. happy, the <laughs> Xbox not about making love to an Xbox. One weirdo.
0: You can do a lot with the Xbox One though, these so, days. So, so David David's is. voiceover um, also relate um, relates that the messages left by people who died in 9-11. and it, it, you know it says. That was, I don't I don't know why that was a bit of a weird thing to put I, in this film, wasn't it? He that said, was I, I can understand why he said it. Up on that, he basically said. When when the when the people were um, oh yeah when messages the phone during calls night, yeah, they, the they phone weren't calls. slagging people off yeah, no it they, all they about were all about love, yeah. love and it's the thing what it's the human nature what it thinks about in, in uh, those times of need it's true, is, that's what it's trying to get across true but us, this is two
1: thousand three nine yeah. eleven out of two thousand one too soon I don't
0: know no I don't think it was too soon I think it probably, uh, probably I think the right time. way it was
2: done um, was really nice sentiment of what was said there and uh, that theme of what was said. Is carried on through the whole film. I mean, okay. So I didn't think it was too soon. If it was a, another kind of film, like a Michael Moore film, something like that, then uh, it would probably go on a controversial angle. But for this, I thought it was set at the right tone. There
1: you mm-hmm.
0: go. So, I mean, there's a little quote here from the Prime Minister who's played um, by Hugh, by Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant. And it just says Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. General opinions uh, starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed, but I don't see that. It seems to me that love is everywhere. Bit corny, I think that yeah, was. Um, often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers, sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. When when the planes hit the twin towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board, were messages of hate or revenge, they were all messages of love. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling, you'll find the love, that love is actually all around, like that was that song from, where, where, where wasn't it, love is actually all around, yeah. and then it kind of, kicks into that Bill, um, he. Nice yeah. uh characters, he's uh, brilliant, character he's just quality, uh, he's he's,
1: he's, he's, he's his scenes are consistently some of the best. I think. Yeah,
2: yes. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Bill Nighy he is is such a good character in this. Mm. He's a, a real lovable character.
0: Yeah, I mean he was um, great in the uh, the boat that rocks because that was a true story, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That yeah, uh, that's another good. Film he does. He's was. really
2: good at playing that eccentric, drunk, history of drug yeah. problems character. That yeah. it's just kind of <clears throat> a typical British rock <clears throat> stereotype, yeah. and it is really, really good.
0: So, um, right, well, I'll just quickly go talk a bit about the production before we go into each one of these ten different kind of um, storylines that are interlinked. And just on that topic of the interlinked storylines, you know, again, this is something what we talked about when we did Pulp Fiction, you know, that that was like a kind of a, a blueprint of making films with different stories and linking things. And, Different, you know, the later films started using that, and even though this is not as kind of extreme yeah. as Tarantino style, it is a form of what Tarantino does. Yeah, well, Christopher
2: just... Nolan did that. He's done that with a lot of films, isn't he, well, Christopher? Nolan. To, sort of. And he did it with, um, I think it's the Following as well. That was, was like the was... first film that he di- uh, he did, and again, that was kind of timeline back and forth. Again, he's done that with a lot of films, and. uh the one with um, Leonardo, I can't even remember it now, it's such a confusing film. You know where it ends with a spinning top? I
1: haven't seen that film. Do I think yet. it's
2: Deception? No. I... Inception. Inception, yeah. I haven't seen that. That's a really confusing film. It's a really good film, it's a brilliant film, yeah. but it's really confusing, you've got to watch it quite a few times, but... Okay. Yeah, that's a great film. Sorry, him I am going tangent. No, on no, view. no,
1: it's fine. That's all good. Well, the first so, thing, Bill Nighy, when he's at, he's recording the scene, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, the word "love" is all around, and he keeps getting it wrong. He keeps saying "love," and he's yeah. going to say "Christmas." Yeah.
0: Sorry, I was just before we go into the scenes. I was just going to say where the, the production was actually set. So, I mean, there's so many if, locations. If, if you scenes. think that's interesting, then it you might can be say for that our, you know, for our. It was set in London,
2: wasn't yeah, it? Really. It was set in London. There you go. Yeah. That's okay. it. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that then. In that case, it's set in various locations around London, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Some really famous landmarks. Yeah, There's
2: big Ben's there. There's a couple of bridges. <laughs> and There's Travel Square. But
1: they walk over the. And you see the Millennium Bridge at one point. Uh, yeah,
2: but well, it's all interesting stuff that can be found uh, if you do a Google search on London View. landmarks. Street View. Yeah, Street View. Mm, so,
0: okay. I feel like I've really let you down there, mate. Sorry. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, Graham's put a lot of effort into these kind of notes, but. Okay, if it makes you happy, we'll go through them. No. Okay. So you want a production? That
1: that was a massive. It was. That was was quite the sign before you started opening your mouth. Okay, the sites
2: include Trafalgar Square, uh, the Central Court of Somerset House in the Strand, Grosvenor Chapel, uh, Hyde Park, uh, St Paul's. Lambeth Millennium. I can never say this word because, like, when I the Millennium, Lambeth, Millennium, no, yeah, because try. It's really annoying because my wife always laughs because obviously in Star Wars, which I love, the Millennium Vulcan, <laughs> and I can't say it, and she always laughs. Millennium. That's the one, Falcon. Um, obviously, it's got a Selfridge's department store where Rowan Atkinson plays quite a large part. It's got the Tate Gallery as well, uh, Canary Wolf Marble Arch. Uh, it's got Chelsea. you has got the Oxo Tower, even London City Hall as well. I mean, it, it's got virtually everywhere. And obviously uh, Heathrow Airport, which uh, plays a major part at the start of the film. So that's and the, at the uh, end, uh, mm-hmm. and at the end
0: as well. Yes. So, uh, so let's go on to our first characters that are introduced, and I think um, James uh, just touched on on them. So it, the first two characters, Billy Mac and Joe. Um, Billy Mack being the kind of, like, the uh, old-school rock legend played by uh, Bill Nye, and um, his manager and producer, Joe, played by Gregor uh, Fisher, who, uh, he seemed like, it, was he Rab Nesbit? Nesbitt? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was, he was, I thought, I thought. Yeah, yeah.
2: he's a great character, and, uh, yeah, it's in the studio where he's... Oh, we
1: got the play, play Joe? Yeah, he's
2: yeah. his manager, yeah. Do you remember Rab, C- Rab C- 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 yeah,
1: C- yeah, I did, but I didn't know he was Rab C- yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: oh, right. yeah, oh, wow. and he's he's in. He's basically making a comeback. He was an old rock star. He's making a comeback. He was. for him. It's more of a piss take Christmas song. Yes, that he just wants one last fucking lot of money, doesn't he? Basically, yeah. to yeah. cash in on Christmas. To, uh, he doesn't really give a shit, and he's up against Blue as well.
1: And he knows the song's shit. He, he, he yeah. states quite a lot of times that it's crap.
2: Yeah, and even when he's been interviewed and trying to uh, he, push he's quite the record honest forward, about it. He's just, yeah, yeah, he says the song's that is shit and it's a joke. That I won't get to number one anyway and Blue will get to number one yeah. and that's it and I think that's really really nice that he's so just a, honest a, and open about that
0: it's, it's a Christmas variation of uh, um, a, well I said Trog's classic hit but Love Is All Around um, although he thinks the record is terrible as you've said um, Mac promotes and uh, releases and hopes it becomes a Christmas number one single um, the song <laughs> does go
1: to number one I mean, I mean, this this, this guy Billy Joe is he's, he's quite funny. As you saying, he's one of the most entertaining characters for me, mm. absolutely whatsoever. Um, uh, and the fact that he just wants to get drunk and, and and party. Um, eventually, as we do know, the song does go to number one. It and he, does, and, and he he does exactly what he says in the tin. He does get drunk, and he does get, na- <laughs> he, yeah. he does get naked.
2: But when he's on the show, Ant and deck is absolutely brilliant. That is Funny. That yeah. is funny. They're giving away prizes, aren't they? And he says, "Yeah, i want gonna give away this pen." He says, "It writes on anything; it can write on glass." And He turns around to Blue's uh, picture and he writes on there, "We've got small willies, di- yeah, small willies or, or dicks, something yeah. like that." Uh, and then he starts swearing on the kids' program. Yeah. And uh, Joe's well, manager's well, gutted, isn't yeah, he?
1: Ego Ant, because he doesn't know the names or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still don't know which one's Ant and which one's Deck. Do you do you know which one's Ant and which one's Deck?
0: Deck is the one with the Big spam, isn't he? I honestly don't know. It's is it? De- yeah. Declan, I know it's Declan De- Donnelly. Declan's the, the kind of taller one, and Ant... No, 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 no.
1: See? De- no, no, De- no. No, no, I'm no. just saying,
0: De- De- which De- one is Anne and which one's De? Come on. De- De- Declan is the smaller one, and Ant is the bigger one. I don't know. The spam. I really don't, don't know. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So, uh, I mean, for... Uh, we're, we're, uh, the way, the way obviously uh, we've set it out is we're, we're doing each of the each of the stories
2: yeah we'll do each we'll cover yeah. each of the stories I tell you, you know what, what I all. what
1: I'd like to do I know we got our best bits worst but what will be interesting though is once we've gone through all the stories we say which our favorite one and which our worst one was
2: yeah uh, cause one of, one, one of them I really was. don't like yeah
1: i thought so we've got juliet peter and mark Juliet, played by Keira Knightley. I mean, Nim and I were saying, she, I thought she looked really pretty in this. You didn't like... No, you I thought she, she was far cool too
2: skinny. I, I really don't like that.
1: Even even in a wedding outfit and everything.
2: No, she's just too skinny and she looks
0: too boy for me. Yeah? No, I I think she looks hot. That's, so that's just my opinion. Yeah. But this story was a bit of a boring one. I didn't like this story at all. I just it didn't was like the right. whole principle
1: of it. It was the weaker one. Weaker the one lot. The only thing I liked about it was... Uh, I'll get it to, towards the end. Um, but, but obviously, Juliet, uh, played by Kieran Arley, Peter by. Um, never mind. Uh, and uh, our wed. I can't pronounce his name. Can you pronounce his name? Peter. Come on, come, on, Millennium Falcon Boy. <laughs> I can't even say the word Millennium. Can you try and
2: pronounce that name? Chee isn't it? Chee che, That's not <laughs> Whittle Ujof. I, I don't know. Okay, I'm just making okay, it up. Okay. It,
1: it doesn't matter. Everyone knows who he is. They're wed at uh, a lovely ceremony orchestrated a uh, videotape, obviously, by Mark, one of their friends. Now, Peter's best friend, um, he's also the best man. Yes. And um, uh, Mark, he's the guy that you were saying played The Walking Dead. Yeah. I, I completely, I thought I'd recognised him, and it wasn't yeah. until then. It Sh- shows how much I pay attention. Anyway, one that Juliet, she arrived unexpectedly at Mark's apartment, and, uh, w- and she watches the video, because if you remember, she could not mm. get... Um, she said her wedding tape was rubbish. Well, because of the ruined. wedding at the church,
2: yeah. um, he said to me, Have you got any surprises? He said, No, 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 nothing at all. And then he had um, well, that them was lovely, singing also. that yeah. love by the Beatles, wasn't it? Yes. Um, then he had people kind of instruments and a choir, and it was just incredible. And it made it really, really special with the wedding. It was just something, a really, really original idea, which he set up. You, um, when you you aroused, would you do
1: something like that at church? When I was aroused. What? Renew your vows when you were aroused. <laughs> renew your... of Falcon. Renew your vows. When you Renew your vows. Yeah. Would you ever do that?
2: Well, I don't see the point of renewing vows. I really don't see the point. If you love each other and you're committed for life, why do you have to show everyone you are by renewing vows? I think it's pointless. It's got me
0: there. Nim. So, I'd want to do it. Would you not, renew but but not, have loads, not have people around. Just for the sake of maybe like doing a, another honeymoon. Just, so, just you have a holiday, so you'd want it yeah. just yeah, for the just, holiday. just going away somewhere special, just us two, and you can just pretend it's honeymoon time again. So I just think, if you love someone... <laughs>
2: There's no <laughs> point
0: getting married again
2: and renewing the vow. What are you doing? You might have to walk around with t-shirts saying, we love each other, look at us, we're a special couple, because we've renewed our vows and we're a better couple than you, because you haven't.
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't really give a shit about the, the, the renewing so, so vow. Are you a better couple than, than Stu? Not at all. Not at all. Okay.
1: But I just See? like the idea
2: of... Adding... Uh, I, I, just think it's, I just think it's stupid, and I certainly wouldn't want all that fuss that he did.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I thought uh, women
2: would love that, you know. It's a really special day, and, yeah. and it is more... It's like, like Valentine's Day and everything. It's more about the, the female than it is the bloke. The bloke just kind of wants to get it over with and have a drink with his mates and make sure it's really special for her. And that's what really the role is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So that's true. That's and the true. women will say it is the best day of my life. It is it was beautiful and everything like that that's what I lot, think about yeah a
1: lot of a lot of girls from a young age that, I mean with the Barbie let's get married Disney Disney films exactly yeah, right. yeah, it
2: is all about what they want and trying to make it special for them so that... true true um, I, I, I don't know that I'm not married I can't wait till you get married because I want a, a stag do I really want to <laughs>
1: you want a stag too, do yeah uh, it's, well there you go I'll, I'll be tied naked to a lamp I'm upside down probably Cling filmed a, definitely Clean filmed yeah, yeah. In- there, every, there won't be too much body. to see um <laughs> The, the, anyway, uh, Juliet obviously arrives in Mark's apartment um, and, and watches the video, and the footage is entirely of her. Now, interestingly, when I first watched it, I thought, oh, the twist here is going to be that the best man fancies the groom. That's what I thought. I yeah. Wrong. I was wrong. Anyway, um, he, uh, he then basically um, is quite distant towards Juliet, isn't he? Because um, of his feelings, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and he blurts out the fact that it's for self-preservation, and she finally realises that he's been head over heels in love with her, and he's kept it all to himself. And at Christmas... Mark takes a moment to truly confess his, his love for Juliet. Um, he knocks on the door, and I thought this was, this, is the no, this is the only really good bit about this. Uh, I didn't like that. I thought it was... I, the cards. I thought when he no, had the I cards. No, I thought that was absolutely nonsense. He showing him the cards at Christmas, yeah, and Juliet acknowledges this by giving him a kiss, and Mark decides to set aside his infatuation and move on. But I thought that was lovely, didn't you, when he's standing at the cards? I just no, to mind, no you know. I If I did like that to you, would you, you fancy
0: know, me? If it was you, yeah. It but depends it, what but kind of uh, font you used. It would be comic but, sounds, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so I would be all over you like a <laughs> rash. Think, I think the first <laughs> the first time I saw this, I actually thought the the twist on this was gonna be that they were having you know, the, the two mates were having a gay relationship. Yeah, that's what James just said.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm just saying that's <laughs> what I thought <think laughs> the first time I saw it.
2: See I didn't like the fact that um it was his best mate and he's at the doorstep. Which, how did he know the other geezer weren't going to come to the doorstep yeah. as well? But that he's kind of potentially could split their relationship up and they'd just been married. Mm. Why didn't he make a move before? He should have just moved on. And it's
1: his best friend, though. What, it's his what best friend.
2: But you just don't do that. And and I, and I had real issues with them doing that. It was a very sweet gesture, and it was all too cosy and, and and lovely for me that they were trying to put a nice romantic angle on a love triangle. A love triangle of, I'm going to try and get my best mate's girl. Because if she would turn <laughs> around and said, yeah, I'll, I love you, and she kissed him, and uh, I'll leave, that, that's not a love story, is it?
1: That'd He's be a horrible love. ending, wouldn't it? If, yeah.
2: Like, yeah, you're right, yeah. So I just think, it's, I think it would have been more interesting if, as you guys said, that he was infatuated with his best friend and he was in love with his best mm-hmm. friend, and how he dealt with that.
1: That would have been, yeah. That would, have, that been, that would
2: have been a real kind of a modern twist on, yes. on this, rather than it being male to female relationships back and forth. That that would have been, a, I think, a, quite an original and a good twist on it. He was in love with his his partner, and how he dealt with that. That would have been better than, yeah, I'm going to try and get my mate's girlfriend, yeah, no. so or mate's wife. So,
1: what, so okay, okay, so what we're saying we all pretty much almost agree then that this is one of definitely one of one of the weaker stories. I
2: think so. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. This I didn't think it was horrible, but I think the others were so strong and entertaining that this one wasn't. It was more him constantly pining, yeah,
1: for yeah, okay. her.
2: That was what he was.
1: Now, isn't it? Jamie and Aurelia. Aurealia. Aurelia, Is it Aurelia. Aurelia. Okay. Yeah. Uh, writer Colin Firth. Uh, Jamie. Play by Colin Firth. Sorry. Um, he uh, prepares to attend the wedding of uh, of Juliet and Peter. See mm. there you go. We were talking about the interlinked. Um, and obviously Wilder's girlfriend, uh, Sienna, I don't know her last name, but Sienna. she's quite famous. Uh, Guilla- Sienna Miller. Guillory. G-U-I. Sienna Miller was in this, wasn't she? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. Anyway, she I misses so. the ceremony yeah. to have sex with his brother. And uh, I, it was hard not to laugh. We know when the Colin Firth's character comes home uh, early and What's his that? brother's there. Firth's brother? Yeah, so he, it's kind yeah, of popping in and out, making a
2: cup of tea yeah. at
0: some points. At this,
1: and then she goes, <laughs> and, then, and then she, she says, come, "Come into the, my bedroom, big, big boy, boy. Before, before my husband gets home." Or something. Yeah,
0: I want, I want you at least twice before my husband gets yeah, home. It yeah, just fucking pissed me off that whole thing. I mean, what, that, about the brother doing it, that. Yeah, that, it's, it's <laughs> those kind of storylines,
1: and you really feel that guy. But yeah, it sets up horrible. Yeah. Isn't but it? then, yeah, but, yeah. But then, a lot of a storylines you have an equilibrium in the movie. This, yeah, a balance. The balance gets broken. And at the end of the film, it might not be the same balance, but there is a balance you, again. Yeah,
2: you do know because Colin Firth is uh, he's a great character and he's a very good actor. Yes, that you know the yin and yang—that something really lovely and romantic is going to happen it to him. And,
1: and it ended; he ended up with a better person in Yeah, and me, it was a experience. payoff for it, isn't it? One of the better payoffs in the film, I think. But yeah, yeah brilliant. Um, because obviously, uh, crushed by this, obviously he withdraws to his French cottage, where he meets his Portuguese housekeeper, Oriela, played by. Uh, Lucia Moniz. I'm getting all the names wrong, so I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone here. Um, and un- unfortunately, she only speaks Portuguese, I think. Um, and despite her ability to communicate, they're, they're their two personalities. Yeah. They, they basically find a way... Their relationship to, blossoms, to, doesn't it? And it I does, think that's quite it? a good...
0: Again, that's another good little storyline because you've got two people that can't communicate, but yet they're falling in love. Yeah. And again, it's another good, feel-good aspect yeah. of the film. I, yeah, I like It's a great scene when she um, lifts up his... Uh, Coffee mug or something when he's out there yeah. writing and the papers go flying and she strips off and jumps into the wall. That was hilarious. Uh, and it's
2: lovely that he's standing there and he, when she jumps in, he goes, Well, she's in. So then he yeah. has to kind of do the gentlemanly yeah, thing to yeah. go in after her because he's not bothered about the, 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 the book he's writing going in the lake. No. And it's just he falls in and then they kind of get that chemistry going from there. And, and that's so nice, their story and their relationship. The way it builds, I think it's a really, really nice story. As you say, the payoff from the way he's been treated with his um, brother and his girlfriend, Mm. it it sets up a really nice relationship. He does. does. He's such a good actor. He does it really, really well.
1: He does. And when he returns to England, he obviously realizes he's in love with this girl and begins learning Portuguese. And the interesting thing is, he on I think it must be Christmas Eve, isn't it? He comes. He comes. uh, He comes home to his family. Basically, with all the, with all obviously the Christmas, they open up the door and he's like, actually, I don't want to be here. Yeah, Drops you. The thing. Yeah, yeah. Hello, it's Uncle Jamie. Yeah. He goes, I'm going to go now. I hate you, Uncle Jamie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and then he walks off and I can, I completely almost understand that. What I thought was interesting is what, I don't know if you guys noticed it, the, the actress um, that played Aur- Auriella, um, his love, I thought, whether it was done on purpose or, or something I realised, she, she got prettier. <laughs> and yeah. the time went long to the point where she got that really nice haircut and I thought she I thought she looked really pretty yeah. when he came back in the scene um, obviously he, he goes to her house says to her father I want to marry your daughter and mm. the wrong one comes out
2: yeah the fat ugly one comes oh, out it's oh. so funny isn't it yeah,
1: yeah the, the, the bubbly one comes yeah. out and then uh, yeah and uh, he then but the, he then proposes to her and it was quite a romantic scene at the pub uh, there is still a language barrier because all the, uh, all the yeah. locals think he's going go to kill her and other things mm. Um, but, or, or, or but it's f- nice the way the her. whole village follows him through yeah. the streets to the
2: restaurant to hear this announcement. Mm. Uh, I think it's such On a Christmas lovely Eve. scene. Yeah, it's really heartwarming that he's found her, she's taken time to learn English as well. And, and it's just so, so nice. There's there's nothing horrible in there no. whatsoever. It's just, it's it's really... Kind of romantic, isn't it? Yeah, and
1: even at the scene at the end, where, where you're saying you see how good a English actually has got. Cause yeah, starts to make jokes. Yeah, and stuff like that. And yeah.
2: yeah, brilliant. And all you want, you want the best for him, don't you? Cause you do. He's been
1: shit on so much. That is, and it's pretty bad, isn't it? The way the way you got shit yeah, oh, on. It's so. devastating
2: what happens. Yeah, and it, I think that story is one of my, on par with one of the other stories, one of my one favourite ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, I think it's such a lovely story.
1: we got, we got, ha- next up we've got Harry, Karen and Mia. This is uh, Anna Rittman's character, who plays Harry. Managing director, he's of a uh, design agency. Yeah, like yeah. a graphic design yeah. thing. Yeah. Now, Mia, um, who plays Heike McIntosh, I've probably got that wrong again, is, is obviously his new secretary. And Harry's completely married to his wife. We're not sure who it is at first, no. and it's quite a way in the film until we realise it's actually Emma Thompson. No. Uh, and and that's after obviously we see Emma Thompson's character. What did you think
2: of this looks wise, the secretary?
1: I don't think she's very good looking.
2: About yourself and him,
0: she was just like a kind of a kinky minx type of look. You I know, thought they've... she was
2: really strange looking. I mean, she wasn't ugly. No, but um, it was as if but she wasn't really no pretty either. She no, was... I kind of when I watched it um, with the wife, saucy. That's that's yeah. The she's quite just... yeah. She's quite. Yeah, saucy. And... She
0: she does that little thing, doesn't she? Where she just has that skirt on and she kind of just puts her legs apart and talk while she's talking to him. Yeah. And Alan Rookman's character kind of goes and walks into the office. Yeah. And he, he just.
2: But she looks like someone to me, as if there's been like stickers of a woman, like various women, and some child has stuck eyes that are too big on. Betty and Boo. And stuff like that. Betty Boo. No, she just looked really strange. I mean, she wasn't. Mood, <laughs> she wasn't attractive, but she wasn't but, ugly. She was just. She obviously played a very sexy
1: kind of mm. character, a very flirtatious. But she wasn't a nice character. She didn't, no. I didn't like her much because she knew this bloke was married, obviously yeah. with kids. Yet she continued to try on, and I yeah. thought that was a, I think any, even at the Christmas party, yeah, in front of the wife. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she was just trying to
0: get her up, you know, work her way up in the company. But she went at the Christmas party.
2: She was wearing those devil horns, wasn't she? So, and I think if anybody watched this with their wives or girlfriends, none of the women would like this character because she's is just in it to break the relationship up all the way through. And it's just a a case of teasing him to see how weak he is, to see when he gives in. That's really what it is, isn't it? But does he?
1: He doesn't really,
2: really give in. Well, he would have given in if he was given the opportunity. He he spends 270 quid on a... A necklace, doesn't it? With, 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 with
1: one of the more amusing scenes with him and Rowan Atkinson. Nice. He's taken forever to get this ready with the yeah. flowers. No, yeah. no, it's not done yet. And he, and he takes his drawer out <laughs> it's the way he puts the yeah. flowers in his bag. Yeah. Thinking, he's waiting hell? for yeah. his
2: wife to come back because so he's only got 10 minutes in the shop before his wife comes back. And I really like that. He puts... Uh, what does he put like jasmine in there or something, All like, sorts something of things. like that? Doesn't he? Yeah. Like, oh my god! This is like this is over yet.
1: I know, I know. And obviously, as, as an image, becomes uh, Mia becomes more aggressive in uh, trying to get him. Um, Harry becomes more intrigued, and obviously, he buys his necklace. Unfortunately, Karen Emma Thompson's character finds finds um, the, uh, the necklace,
0: necklace. And a coat at
1: home. Yeah. And uh, the minute he bought the necklace, you knew she was going to find out. Yeah, you, you know, and yeah. and I did you did you hope that he ended? Did you hope that when Karen opened up the Christmas, it was actually going to be the necklace. And that, for me, I really wanted it to be I the re- necklace. Yeah, I
2: wanted it to be, because she And it ended up being a CD. Yeah, and I thought she handled that really well in front of the kids. It must have been devastating for her to know. She knows,
1: she pretty much thinks Harry's having an affair now. Yeah, because when yeah. Um,
2: they were kind of talking and dancing at the Christmas party, when she looked over, the look on her face was like, my husband's kind of with this woman and doing he something. He even said,
1: be careful with that one. Yeah. You?
2: And uh, yeah,
1: and I, I really wanted him to get caught. I really did. Because Emma Thompson, she's a lovely. She's one of the, such a nice character mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, a really really good mum. She's clearly a stay-at-home mum, by the sounds of it. Yeah, really really into a, into into the kids, into everything they do. Tries everything a hundred percent. And I'm not being funny. I mean, I mean, like we're all family men. We, we, we you know, and and when you, when you look at that, you you think, why why, why would I ever want to risk that? When you especially when you see like your kids there, and, and, and like the mother of your kids is playing with them, and, and he's. Yeah. Um, and you just think, why would you ever, ever, ever risk anything like that? And and, it, and it's
2: uh yeah. Why would you risk that for a bunk up? You'd risk losing everything: your kids, your wife, everything. And
0: Emma Thompson's character. She's um. What, what's her name I, mean, I, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why. But there you go. She's she's basically the prime minister's sister. Yeah. Just just so we li- how they're linking. Yeah, that's a link. For later, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. For later on. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Talk about the prime minister, David and Natalie. David and Natalie. So, um
2: were you we done with that story?
1: Um, well, oh yeah, um, she ends up being the, she ends up open, sorry, ends up opening up the CD. He, uh, it's a gift for her when he gives her a music CD instead. She obviously, um, thinks that the glamorous gift was Mia. confronts Harry, and he admits he's being foolish. She confides that his actions have made a mockery of their marriage. Um, they never get over that in their relationship,
2: do they? Which do you they, see the do they? No, they. Because at the end of it, he goes away and comes back, and she's not really that pleased to see him. She puts on the act in front of the children so as yeah. if everything's fine,
0: but when she turns around, you
1: see that there, expression. There's very no, as... no special kiss. Yeah, but,
0: there's there's a reality in that, though, isn't there? I think. To a certain I think degree, is, because yeah. do people ever get over something, or, you know, like a, a betrayal or I think something stupid you've done?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I, I'm I think, a strong believer, and everyone everyone does make mistakes. I
0: think it's, people can forgive, but like the saying, they can never forget. No, you know, but they can't
1: can, forgive you. But I think I think I think people can forgive.
0: Yeah, I think he's he'll have
2: to obviously work very hard at earning that trust. Back again, which will take a long time. Yeah, I mean,
1: you look at, you look at it from the other person's point of view. If you've been wrong, but, but and then if you decide, and we're getting deeper. But then, I think if you decide to, oh no, this is this is not right. You you kind of like um, you kind of like cheated on me, etc. And I think you lo- you look at also what you've given up. Yeah, mm. if if you're not going to forgive that person compl- compl- completely, do, do you honestly love them?
0: I know, but and I then think sometimes
1: you, in situations like this, like you said, you know, they've got children, etc.
0: And I think. Compromises are sometimes made, aren't they, because you think you know we've got kids, do you really want to kind of break up what's going to happen to the kids? But I think we're going off on a tangent here now in yeah in the realms of kind of domestic issues, <laughs> and we don't need to be going there, so but no
2: i'm I'm glad
1: that they didn't split up,
0: yeah. Um, and
2: I you wa- just kind I of s- left
0: it that they'll
1: yeah. probably
2: get back together and everything yeah. and everything will be absolutely fine. So,
1: um, I thought, yeah, and, and I still really wanted him to be cleverly have they, you know, like have, have, have somehow give her the draw anyway, somehow. Hmm. But the next day, it's under her pillow, and she realizes, Oh no, he didn't cheat on me, and he, he kind of made that decision. That for me would have been nice, be it like. would have been very sweet, yeah. There you go. Um, but yes, Emma Thompson, her brother, is the prime minister of England, of England David and Natalie, for me. There's not been many Prime Minister in films Has there really portrayed in films No He's the best one though that has been in my opinion Really? Yeah, LeBron, I think he is the best Prime Minister No I think he's absolutely brilliant. Why don't you think so? For entertainment value fine but it's
0: just reality wise it's just I mean you, What's wrong How here? can you be a Prime Minister it's just such a the wrong character to
1: put in there. But that's why, it's but so that's why good. he's so good. That's, he's a people's prime minister. You would want, yeah. you, you, I mean, you look. Where, I mean, we'll get into his story. Obviously, Cameron's yeah. brother, David, he's a recently elected prime minister. Um, and Natalie, Martin McCutcheon, is a new junior member of the household staff at number 10 Downing Street. Interestingly, I'd like to know, and I don't have all the um, trivia here, whether that actually was, they filmed any of that inside 10 Downing Street. I'd imagine not. I know they filmed oh. some of the stuff outside, outside. of yeah. it. Um, it's huge
2: inside there, yeah. isn't it? I was surprised. Ooh. That's it, what I would like to know. Just how how kind of uh, factually correct how, it how is size wise, because yeah. it's absolutely enormous, yeah. isn't it?
1: It doesn't look that big from the outside, does it? When, we, when you see no. when you see ten Downing Street on the news and everything, like a two bed terrace house, you know. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows, feel yeah. free to tweet. Anyone's us. been in uh, the Prime Minister's house, let us know. And something seems to click between, obviously, David and Natalie. Um, you've got, you got a McCutchkin well, The character. very first
2: time he sees her, he kind of turns around and takes another glance, doesn't That's he, at her. Yeah. And because, she's yeah. lovely, because she said, oh, I thought I'd say something like shit, well, like, when I first met you.
0: And he says something like, fuck, and she he goes, Yeah, fuck it's just shit. so it nice, is. yeah, yeah it, the, it the
2: conversation they have, it's, it's lovely. And she's such a nice character in it, isn't she? She is. And right, she's actually, and she, yeah, she's very likeable, and... She's, she's just a lovely character yeah. and I, I think Hugh Grant in this is, is absolutely brilliant.
1: No absolutely yeah um, and then obviously I mean they set this love triangle but it's quite clear that Hugh Grant's character uh, likes her because he pretty much admits it to the camera not not directly obviously you know I'm in trouble or whatever yeah uh,
2: um, and he even says this is going to be awkward yes
1: yeah and then enters uh, Billy Bob Thornton mm. the US president
2: uh, good. It, yeah good yeah Oh, he, he plays his role very well as a does, shit, doesn't he? He
1: does, he does, doesn't he? He does. Sexually harassing Natalie. And did you think it was quite clear was sexually harassing her, or did you think that it was consensual the first time no, you watched it, the film? it wasn't That's consensual. I, do you know, I, I got muddled
2: up with films. I hadn't seen this film for since it came out. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what other film, but I thought, <laughs> unless I missed it when I went out for a, a cup of tea again, <laughs> Hugh Grant walked in, and he was trying to force himself upon her. And I thought he saw that, and for some reason I thought he punched him and knocked him out.
1: Are you thinking of a bit of diary?
2: No. I, I might diary? F- I don't know, but I thought that's what happened. I thought he caught her whispering in her ear, and, uh, and I was sitting there waiting for the film to happen when <laughs> Hugh Grant punches a president and <laughs> no, knocks him it out. It might be an extended version. Oh, It's probably my mind just this, making things yeah. up. But I swear there was a film where I saw that happen. Um, okay, but obviously, clearly, it wasn't in no. a love film like this. But
1: mm. <laughs> I, I mean, what did you think of that scene? Then, did you think? Uh, was, do you think it was consensual? Because it, it was—it it was very much up to the audience to decide. I mean, you had Martine McCutcheon's reaction of her face, and you could think either, "Oh, she's been caught," or actually, she was being sexually harassed. I don't think, <laughs> and it was up to the audience very much. Yeah, so. but
0: again, I think the type of character that Martine um, portrays in this, I think. What I was expecting again, I haven't seen it for a long time, and I and I thought that it's a thing when he c- goes out of the room and Martin's character walks in to cough, to bring coffee in or something, you're going to hear like a slap or a, a you know like a bit of a fracas going on in yeah. there, and he walks in and sees that. But like you say, you see literally he walks in through the door and there's like a kind of whispering in the ear. So I, I don't think there's any kind of you know he might he might have said something quite inappropriate to in, in her ear, but I don't think there was any kind of groping
2: or that sort of stuff no, going I mean, on. So... But she even says it was the president, didn't she? And yeah. I don't
1: know what like, to do. L- l- yeah, exactly. Later on. So a she's... First, I think the only clue then we have is maybe uh, beforehand he stares at her backside, doesn't he? Yeah. The president and says, oh, you've got like really nice people here. Yeah, and he says,
2: I hope I'll want to, I hope we get to see a lot more of you. And it's got a real slimy look on his yep. face, yeah. isn't he? So, and the two characters are complete opposites, aren't they? The president's got his hair greased back. He's very slick and Quite slimy, which believe Bob Footman does really well, and Hugh Grant's obviously quite open, uh, a people person, isn't he? He is, he is. Uh, so I, I think he does kind of not force himself on her physically, but he is trying to use his power to to kind of get in her knickers in a way, isn't he? And yeah. M- Martin McCutcheon's proved beforehand that she kind of voted for Hugh Grant. She gave him the chocolate biscuits and not the boring ones because she likes him so much. So she has got that loyalty to
1: him. No, absolutely. Which, which you see later on. Uh, uh, you and then you, you can read what arguably is then. We're talking about, is is this the best Prime Minister's speech ever? Come on, then, hit us with it. Hit us with it. God, I, I'm not going to attempt to. Oh,
0: you, you want me to actually say the speech? Yeah, yeah the whole speech.
1: In a, in a Prime Minister's voice.
0: I'm not going to say in a Prime Minister's voice. of bumbling for. Um, so what does he say? He says, um, I love that word relationship. Oh, okay, yeah, that's it. I remember this bit now. I remember this part of the Use speech. Use the force. Use the I am your father. I, I think he's used it all up. actually. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Okay, let's let's get on with the speech. Okay, so he says, I love that word relationship. <laughs> Covers all manner of sins, doesn't it? I fear that this has become a bad relationship, a relationship based on the president. Taking exactly what he wants and casually ignoring all those things that really matter to um, Britain. We may be a small country, but we're a great one too. It's, again, so. But it's good. Really, I, I did um, love this speech. The, the he's speaking from his heart. He's. Yeah. he's it, it, really, that's
2: nothing. I'll let you carry on in a second, sorry. But it's nothing to do with Great Britain, is it? No. It's to do with him. And the fact that he's caught her... He, and he loves girl, her, yeah. and he can't be manipulated, and he's a better person than him. And yes. that's what
0: the whole speech is about. Sorry, is. carry okay, on. So, the country of Shakespeare, Churchill, the Beatles, Sean Connery, Harry Potter, David Beckham's right foot, David Beckham's left foot, come to that. And a friend who bullies us is no longer a friend, and since bully, bullies only respond to strength from now on, onward, I will be prepared to be much stronger and the President should be prepared for that.
1: What a speech, right next to the American President. Yeah, I'll not be really funny, uh, I reckon it, uh, if a Prime Minister said that, I think maybe maybe even today, next to, next to Barack Obama, I wouldn't be surprised if, they, if uh, that whatever party that was, they, got, they, they won the general election yeah, if it was the next year or something. There. But yeah. I,
2: I just love what that speech represented because as an audience, when you're watching the film... Because before this, you've you've been sucked into the the storylines of of different people and their relationships. You really want, in every different single storyline, the good guy to to win, don't you? You want Mm -hmm. them to win the heart of the lady they love. Um, And in this one, because they're two such lovable characters, you really want him to to get with Martin McCutcheon and so it doesn't mess with his job as a prime minister... And the fact that he's basically sticking a massive finger up to the president there in front of everyone on television, and Martin McCutcheon's in the room, I really, really like this speech and, and what it meant, kind of uh, between the lines. I, I,
0: yes. I can see what you're saying. I, 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 the, the only issue I have with this whole thing with Hugh Grant being the prime minister, and like you say, he's like a people's man and stuff, the reality of it is that it just wouldn't happen.
2: How do you know that? It some of the things that the prime ministers and people have done in politics, the, because
0: the, they, all prime ministers right, are, nice. are, 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 are groomed and their their speeches are prepared, and there's always other people. But that's that why he was so good. He
1: that's why, yeah, that, yeah, he so that wasn't going to do it. it he, could, he was the anti prime minister. What he I'm never, saying no.
0: is that it could never be because it, it, you know, a man in that that position of power cannot just do what he wants to do. He will have to listen to what there's other people there but that's why of course you're right
2: and they have to toe the party line
0: yeah. and that wasn't
2: a prepared speech was it But, but that, no but that's what makes it so nice in the film that
0: mm.
2: it was so different and, and even if it would have been the other way around that it was the president saying that to our prime minister because our prime minister was being a, a complete sleaze that it, it still would have been kind of original and a breath of fresh mm. air that someone who is in such a high power position has said basically um, ball, yeah, a massive fuck you this is what I think and this is the truth and it is refreshing because it's a politician speaking the truth on from his heart on television I think that's yeah. why it was so nice not that it would ever happen but yeah. just the whole idea of it was
0: yeah was yeah, lovely I, I agree for a film the idea is good but it's
1: Wear your heart <laughs> on your sleeve, Nim, you know? Wear your heart <laughs> okay. on your sleeve. Okay. But it, And in the end, obviously, Hugh Grant, um, realising it's getting awkward between him and uh, the, the lovely Martin McCutchkin or Natalie, he kind of get, he gets rid of her. Yeah. re there's, there's re-assign, her. Yeah.
0: her. Yeah. Does he say that word? He says, can yeah, yeah,
1: so her? Yeah, so she's still, she's, she's yeah. still got a job. Yeah. But then later on, he's siphling through his Christmas cards and sees one uh, from, obviously, Natalie. He doesn't really realise it's from Natalie until he opens it, and it's uh where she confesses her love do you think really he reassigns
2: much. her because he feels that she's been un, like disloyal or do you think he reassigns her because he's fallen in love with her and I nothing good will come of her? yeah that's what i think, the, I, love I think
0: the latter i think it's because he doesn't want to put her in a position and himself in a predicament he's just become the prime minister right and uh it would just be another sleazeball story, wouldn't
2: yeah, it? Yeah, so I wasn't too better. sure why he reassigned her, whether it was a case. I'm really disappointed, and
1: I'd like to think it's the latter, but I know yeah. what you mean because I was thinking which one is it. Yeah. I decided it was the latter because it's a happy film.
2: Yeah, it, yeah, it could well be. I, I just <laughs> but, wondered.
1: Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, I know, I know,
2: and I like the fact that when he was saying about problems with her ex-boyfriend, yeah, that he, have, he said you oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> taken out yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> so, yes, the SAs, highly trained people, and they're only a phone call away. Yes, that that but, was funny. I, I thought that, yeah, was that was brilliant. Yeah. And he kind of kicks himself, thinking, "What stupid thing if to you've say." You him murdered? Yeah. Yeah, I can get him taken out for you if you want. Yeah, I like and he, that. And I then bit. he looks Lovely. up at the
0: picture of Margaret Thatcher. Did you have problems? Like yeah, this? yeah.
2: And, and of
1: course he did. You naughty minx. And that's.
0: I think that's another bit where, indirectly, you know, he's saying I'm falling for her because he doesn't actually say it, does he? He doesn't say but I really liked her. And no, was, but he does say packed. this is going to be
2: complicated and yeah. awkward and when he closes the door he kind of like leans against the door kind of tropy wise isn't yes. he? as if yeah. like, oh, I love her and,
1: and he's done the dance scene. The dance scene. That, he is dancing so that is so
2: funny. That is brilliant. That, then uh, Can we
0: move the Japanese ambassador to three o'clock? <laughs> yeah, he's turning around off. pointing. <laughs> I thought that was so stupid.
2: Yeah. It, again, you see the human side of... A really powerful person there, don't you? And he is really dopey. Do Do we think
0: that real prime ministers would do things like that?
2: I'd love like, to think so. I'd love yeah. to think if so. they did, that'd
0: be great, wouldn't it? That they, yeah, they yeah. could, uh, you know, that David Cameron <laughs> is there boogieing on down to some. But I'm not yeah. being funny yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think if anyone ever videoed that doing something similar and put it on YouTube, I think a lot more people would warn yeah. to any kind of prime minister doing that. I mean, there would be a, a, an element of ridicule, but to see that they're just like everyone. It, Everyone else, which they are, they're all human beings. But I think would be a massive. But there was of
2: video it. of um, Barack Obama doing it, wasn't there? Did you see that when he was dancing and and everything and just messing oh, yeah. around? And that was, I mean, obviously American politics isn't my thing, and I am not strong on whether he's popular or president or not. I really, don't know. But I
0: think he's quite in terms of like when you you know you say you like a people's person. I think Barack Obama is probably a very. People's person. There was that clip very... of him
2: walking, a, a lot of it's all staged as well. Yeah. But when he went out and just walked across the park and started walking up to people and shaking hands and stuff like that. And uh again, kind of obviously a lot of it's um, kind of propaganda, isn't it, with regards oh, yeah, to coming yeah. across as a people's yeah. person. But you do see a, a lot more of him mm. either being a, a people's person or attempting to be than yeah. our Prime Minister. But I would love to think that it'll be nice. They'll be in there it? playing prodigy or like a dolly parton fire, or fire so starter. <laughs> yeah, just dancing around number ten. Or something. I think it'll be brilliant to see. I that. mean,
1: I mean, uh, David Hugh Grant. He sees the card and he does a bit of a door knocking. <laughs> <That> I love <laughs> that's that. That's true. That is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's just great. Knocks on the door, to yeah. our old lady. Merry Christmas. And she's thinking, oh, oh, this is what you do now? Is it? And yeah, it's so good. Yeah. He goes, yeah, 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 I've got a few to go to between now and New Year. Yeah, it's just, it's like, oh, we're
2: all iron bastards anyway, or something like that, doesn't yes. he? But it's brilliant. It's ca- I apologise for my cabinet. And those kids, when they say, will you sing as a Christmas carol? Good thing Yeah, and then the driver, or the bodyguard behind him, the Welsh guy starts singing, and he turns around and, and looks... He's got a good him. voice, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. And when he knocks on Martin McCutcheon's door, all the whole family come to the door because they're going out. And she walks down the stairs... goes, my Yeah, who's I've lost my fucking handbag. That <laughs> <about>? <laughs> loads of me. F's yeah. and everything. <laughs> it's so good. And she just stands there and looks at him. But I, I love that scene. I love the fact that he's going out and knocking on doors. Obviously, again, it would never happen in a million <sighs> years. But it's just... It's just such a romantic yeah. thing, isn't it? And it's so nice that he's doing
1: it. And it adds a lot of excitement that... It does. And they go to the play... Out. That a lot of people end up going to, don't they? A lot of the, yes. a lot of the people in this film... And uh, and then they go backstage and kiss, and then everyone sees them kissing. Yeah. Um. So do they know it's the proud prime minister? Yeah. And it's quite far. Away. It's quite obvious that they know. It. Yeah. Yeah. When the curtain um, drops, there's yeah. deadly silence, isn't
2: yeah. there? Oh, that, okay. Yeah. she said, "What do we do?" And she said, "I'll oh, just just wave, and smile." <laughs> just wave, He's been calling his wave pants boys. down, as it were. Yeah, yeah
0: and I I, I like that. I thought that was. Do you know what? I'm going to take back nice. what I said about this prime minister thing. When I think about it, actually, I think the first time I saw it, I think it's only because the second time I saw it, I was just thinking. This is just so, you know, corny crap. Yeah. I think the first time I saw it, I probably thought it was actually quite a good thing. And, and talking about it, I think it, it, it does. It's actually
1: one of probably the nicest sort of story. It's been therapy
0: for you, isn't it? Talking
1: yeah. about you say it. it's a nicest story. Also, I think it's a story that was advertised the most in the lead up to the film was running. Yes, with Marty McCutchkin and, and but because yeah, they're Brown. they're the, the most kind of. Well, martin the McCutcheon wasn't she was famous in the East but it was her first uh, bit but at the time it was her first big film role mm. um and, and and about this story the hugh grant and and obviously uh but they, they they did seem to be the most advertised uh, i remember when all, on all the talk shows and people like that yeah uh, compared compared to the other stories um so well, it's not been really done
2: before, is it in a kind of rom-com no. way with regards to uh no. prime minister should we go
0: on to the next yes. storyline? so we've got um Daniel, Sam, Joanne, and Carol, and this is Liam Neeson's um character, Daniel, and he's just recently lost his wife. Very sad. Very sad, yes. Yeah. Um and, and was this in and got...
2: around the time where he actually did lose his wife? Don't
0: know.
2: Because he did actually He'd lose his wife, three. Liam Neeson, didn't he? Was it a skiing accident or something she had?
0: Wasn't that just recently though? Oh I wasn't too sure, but No,
1: then I don't know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he's just he's just lost his wife, and he's got a stepson, a young boy, um, who's a really cute kid. He really, I I don't know what other films I've seen him in. He's been in.
2: He's I just watched it the other day in The Maze Runner. He's one of the main characters uh, in The Maze Runner.
1: Films. He's not Billy Elliot, is he? No, he's No. No. He has been in other films. I'm sure. You
2: are right. You just did say
0: he's not Billy Elliot.
1: Oh, that's very true. That's Sorry. very true.
0: Yeah, it's not brilliant, yeah. The last minute, I, I saw the light. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's basically. And you he's know, in love he's yeah, in love them. Yeah, and he's, he's concerned. I mean, they're, they're grieving, you know, the loss of. Um, his mum the, his and his mom wife. His mum and his yeah. wife. And I wasn't too sure what um, Emma Thompson's character relates to. I Liam thought they're, they're mis- just friends. Uh, Initially, I thought brother and sister, maybe. That's what I thought, but it's only when I. F- then you find out that she's the sister of. David, yeah, the Prime the, Minister, so she can't be his sister as well. No.
1: Um, so I don't, I don't know what the relationship there was, the, I lost that bit. The only thing, the only thing I thought is they're friends, because uh, they are friends because uh, their kids go to the same school. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. Right. So, yeah, he's, you know, they're grieving <coughs> for the, the loss of the mother and...
0: and, and um wife, (coughs) and he's got concerns about the little boy, like, you know, how is he coping, Well, we think he's
1: all really, really deeply hit, don't we, by players, obviously. Yeah, Yeah, and and he's
0: concerned, is he being bullied or, and and they have a nice little chat, you know, sitting on the south bank on a a bench overlooking, um, I think it was Blackfriars Bridge or something, or St Paul's, and they're they're just having a chat, and it's actually quite a funny little scene, because this young kid turns around and goes well, it's love, I, I, you know, I'm in love. Mm. And, you know, you see the kind of relief on Liam Neeson's And he laughs, face. doesn't he? He's like, oh, God, oh, if that's all it is, then, you know, we can fix yeah. this type of thing. Um, and it's an interesting, um, yeah. what does the little kid say? He says, love, it's agony or something. Yeah, and,
2: it speaks to how much traumatic it is. 2009, his wife died.
0: Okay, so yeah. it's
2: sometime after, yeah. Uh, but it's just, I think he's so relieved, isn't he, that... It isn't. It's, it's nothing w- bad. Yeah, okay. and uh, and I think that really annoys his son that that he's just kind of taken it so lightly that, yeah. oh, it's only love, isn't it? Because
0: what's the problem with that? Yeah. Yeah, and it's but bloody it's, miserable. It's, but it's a nice little story because you've got, you know, bearing in mind he's his stepdad, he's obviously, you know, he's got a lot of time for this kid and he finds out what what, what it is, what, you know. He, mm. it's Sam is absolutely head over heels with this American girl and she's, she's the got, hottest girl hottest girl and she's going to be going back to the US soon um, he wants to impress her she's, she's like the kind of she's very good at singing yeah. um, in, into music yes. so um, Daniel encourages Sam to take up the drums so he can kind of get into that kind of crowd yeah. get closer to but her isn't he
2: he's so Liam Neeson is so lovely and soft in this film isn't he his relationship with that yeah. kid they're kind of you can see that they're, as well as stepdad and son, that they're really good mates and the bond they've got. And I think that the scenes where it's just them talking it's just absolutely brilliant. It's so good when he's talking about being a musician and the musician gets all the girls and he speaks kind of like his son's a lot older than he is, doesn't he? Yeah. Sometimes he swears like with his son in a conversation. And it's just, it's such a heartwarming relationship both of them have got. Yeah. Uh, and it's so nice just to see the chemistry they have, and he's so like when you see him in Taken, it, obviously he's killing everyone and stuff like that. But he's very soft and gentle in this film, isn't he? And I think Liam Neeson's really, really good at it. Shows another playing dimen- that kind of character. It
0: shows another dimension to his yeah. acting. Capabilities. And the kid's a really good actor as well, isn't he? Yeah,
2: he's very good.
0: I mean, on on that Neeson thing, you know, you you've got he, t- he plays like a character in. Taken, which is a complete, you know, um, I wouldn't say like a psychopath, because he's, you know, he's just a, a driven a character, like killer a or kill killer, kill yeah, like wants, SAS, yeah. and then you've got here a loving father, and then in Star
1: Wars, mm. you know, is completely a, a different character there, so he... he and can, Batman, he almost plays two different characters Batman, yeah, Batman, yeah. a bit like Star Wars, he plays the, uh, the wise man who teaches him, and then, and then, mm. then the bad guy at the end. Yeah, and in, they bring the link in,
2: in the his wife's funeral. They mention about um, Claudia, Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer, yeah. The only one person I'd leave will be yeah. to Claudia Schiffer. And that's referenced again um, when he's having a conversation with his son, isn't he? And his son learns to play the drums yeah. for this musical production, which interlinks with the musical production that Hugh Grant and Martin McCutcheon... Yes go and see That's right. um when they get caught again which is another uh,
1: thompson's uh yeah
2: is which is another link and he's playing the drums in his bedroom and, getting uh, better and better yeah he's getting better and better and he's putting up with a noise and then it, they actually have the the christmas like, yep. the play don't okay. they the musical and he's playing the drums there and he's doing really well and everyone's really proud and she's singing and she's like um very good. Yeah, she's very good and got one's attention. You close
1: your it. eyes, you would think it's Mariah Carey. Yeah, and at one point like she Christmas. turns
2: around and points to him playing the drums. Yes, uh, and his little face lights up. And, and again, and then she starts pointing everywhere else. Yeah, the you audience, can see, you yeah. can see him
0: bashing those
1: drums, getting really like good gutted, stuff. isn't yeah. he? But
2: it, it's so. It's again, this is such a lovely
1: story because it is. The, yeah, and the, then he. They're also well, so well written. And yeah. he dro- the, the thing I like about it is, he, is um. Liam Neeson, the character, basically said, look, tell her. Tell her that you love her. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, they end up having to drive to the airport because of it. And he drives, he drives to the airport. He goes past security, mm. quite, the rather lax. Uh, Rowan Atkinson's there again, isn't Rowan it? At, uh, Yeah, Rowan Atkinson's there. And uh, if it wasn't for Rowan, he wouldn't have got past security. Yeah. Um, and he ends up telling her briefly. And then she ends up coming out to the gate and then... Giving yeah. a little peck on the cheek. Yeah, uh, That, oh, was, that was, was a that? nice nice was, little story. It was a really good. And, and Dan yeah. and,
0: and Daniel like um Le- Neeson's character also finds a bit of love in yeah, he Schiffer, into one of the her, Claudia yeah. Schiffer it, it plays um Carol, doesn't she? So, yeah,
2: the, uh, the mum and she likes him because she kind of smiles and raises yeah. her eyebrows and he says, I hope we meet again and and again it, it ties it up fantastic I at, really at do the like end
0: that of the story. film when they're all having yeah. Christmas uh, dinner and, and all the children are there and his girlfriend's there and it's all yeah all it's lovely brilliant. isn't it it's it such a lovely. nice story that one again it is.
1: It is. it is it is a nice story we've got next then um, Sarah Carl and Michael Sarah first appears at Julia and Peter's wedding sitting next to uh, Jamie she works at Harry's graphic design company she's been in love for years with this uh, with this uh, very good looking uh, bloke called Carl um, and, uh, and uh, they kind of... They, they, I, wasn't, I don't know how I feel about this story. They kind of get it on. I like this story. Um, between Carla uh, and... It's in, and um, she ends up basically braving up, asking him out for a date. Well, uh, they dance
2: at the, uh, the first time they actually dance. Oh, that's it. Apologies. Cause, yeah, cause at the worst too. Yeah, because Martin... Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, Emma Thompson's character. Yeah, Hans Gruber, Gruber calls her in the office, doesn't yes. he? Yes, and, and tells her. Yeah, and says, Everyone in the office knows that you love her. Uh, You love him, and everyone in the office knows that he likes you. So when are you going to do something about it? And at the the art gallery, when they have their Christmas party, they actually dance. And that's really sweet when they dance, because they're kind of dancing, embracing, aren't they? And and it's lovely. He's playing with her hair, and you think, yeah, they've actually cracked it. Um, He drives her home. They go up to the bedroom. uh, And every now and then, before that, um, when she's in the office, she gets lots of phone calls, doesn't she?
1: We're not sure who you're from.
2: Yeah, not sure who you from. Um, and they're on the bed, semi-naked, kissing, and it's going the way that you want it to go for them both, yes. don't you? And then the phone rings, and she has a conversation that, will the Pope be coming round for Christmas, and uh, there's no assassin trying to kill you? And it's really weird conversations. And it turns out that her brother... I take it is her brother, isn't it, is, has got mental health problems and mm-hmm. he's in like a, a supportive accommodation, like a home, isn't he? And he, he keeps kind of harassing her with random phone calls and she needs to go there, which means she can't lead her own life really, can she? She's none of her other family, she's American, are in this country and she feels obligated that, yeah. to go and look after him, that she can't have her own life. Yes. Which obviously affects their kind of
0: relationship. Yeah. But it leaves the viewers kind of like you say. It keeps you. I remember again, the first time I saw this, I, th- I thought, you know, are those phone calls? Is she? Is she like just like having you know, yeah. liaisons with other blokes, whatnot? It's only afterwards you find out it's her brother. Yeah. And then you see the the kind of character. And it's quite there. a touching scene
2: when yeah. she goes to visit the brother, um, and he, he tries, tries to her. tries that to was, hit her.
1: That was quite intense that scene. I yeah.
2: I found it was brilliant because that's the kind of things that these people do have to go through, yes. the families, mm-hmm. and that they hide and that no one else at work is aware of the, the problems that other people are going through because they put on such a face at work yeah. that, that people just think your life is exactly the same as mine. You go home to your watch telly or go out with yeah. your mates and she's obviously trying to lead a double life to a certain extent, mm-hmm. isn't she? And you, you really want her to get what she wants, don't you? Oh, I, yes. When I watched this, I thought, again, down to the acting and the writing, I thought she was such a lovely character and really wanted her to get with this guy. And and in the end, it does actually work out for her, doesn't it? We think it does, anyway. I, t- I kind of, I took it that it did
1: because I really wanted it to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. uh, yeah, um, uh, and on Christmas Eve she visits her brother and he actually uh, wrap, wraps a scarf around him and he hugs her. And they have yeah. a nice moment in the end. That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, in a way it's, it is a, a, a bit of a twist and a love triangle in almost in one way as well as yeah. you think about it. Um, and then we have Colin, Tony and the, and the American Girls. Brilliant. One of the, one of the probably the most light-hearted one yeah. out, out of the lot. Obviously after several blunders, attempting to woo English, English women, our, our um, uh, British telecom person. Yeah. He's the guy who's been in all the BT ads. Um. Interesting. Me is obviously one of the girls as well, isn't it? Um, yeah, because he delivers sandwiches and he's, yes. he
0: actually fancies her, doesn't he? I think one of the yeah. starting. Yeah, she does got no
2: time for him no whatsoever. Time, yeah. You
1: know, he's just a sandwich boy. Yeah,
2: he's in no position of power
1: whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. so uh, she's not interested. Yeah, and, and Colin, um, he, uh, he informs uh, Colin, played by Chris Marshall, informs his friend Tony Abdullah Salih, uh, so that he plans to go to America and find love there. Convinced that his Britishness will be, will be an asset to him in a foreign country. Yeah. Landing him in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Colin Collie, goes to his bar. And the only thing I ensued is it's basically the beginning of a porn film, and they stop yeah. it before it gets sick, because it's absolutely ridiculous, oh, isn't it's it? It's
2: so over the top, but it's great. But it's fun. It's, fun. Yeah, it's, it's so got enjoyable lady, to watch. And it's got the lady from Banshee in, and it's got um, Jack Bauer's daughter from 24 yep, in Rashford, as well. Yes. Yeah, so it's just brilliant because they're, they're all stunners. And it's like, oh, you you have to meet my sister, Helen, whatever her name is, and she's the good looking one out of all of us. She's a good Harry,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, played by Shannon and Elizabeth. Yeah,
2: and we only sleep in the same bed, and we sleep naked, and and it's just absolutely so over the top, it's it's brilliant. But again, because you're so happy for him, and it's such a a soppy storyline, that you just accept it, and it... It's just so good, isn't
1: it? It's, it's, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah. It couldn't have worked out more No, it's so break.
2: funny. Um,
1: John and Trudy, uh, John obviously, Martin Freeman from The Office and also uh, Bilbo Baggins from yeah. The Hobbit Films and Judy, Joanna Page are professional body doubles for films. They meet for sex scenes in a film where Tony is the production assistant. The, so you go, there's your link. Um, Obviously John John helps really it's nice to have someone he can just chat to. It's so funny. It's so Hilarious. bizarre. It's just having having said he's like he's kinda of bent over it and he's yeah. doing it from yeah. behind. And, 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 and t- they're having t- normal conversations. And, and Tony
0: walks up, I think, on one of the scenes and goes, Yeah, can you just, you know, put your hands on her breasts and then they carry on talking about the traffic on the M twenty five. And go, and then you see Tony just wander back up and goes, Actually, can you just massage the breast while you and, yeah. and then you just think it's just Classic. She's from um, Gavin, Gavin and, and, Stacey. and Stacey. Yeah. And, um, mm. I don't think, I think this was pre Gavin and Stacey, wasn't
2: it? I really don't know, to yeah. be honest. But
1: if it isn't, it isn't, it'll be right at the beginning. Yeah. So. Because it's
2: really good that they're naked, acting out like explicit sex positions. But even though they're on top of each other and doing everything else, he's still really nervous and took a lot of meats. ...to pluck up the courage to actually ask her out.
1: And all they do is kiss at the end as well, when, they, when, when it does happen. Yeah, yeah then he like, jumps
2: off the step with his hands I, in the I, air... I, ...and I, she yeah. says, all I yes. want for Christmas is you. Yes. Uh, and again, it's so sweet, because they're such mm. a sweet couple, aren't they? And it's such a an original idea of how Good they meet. Line, yeah. yeah. it's brilliantly done. It yeah, really is. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I and mean they carefully... Uh, they attend the Christmas pageant um, together as well... ...at the local school with John's brother... Yeah, they're all there, really. How are they, they there? Are. I can't remember. John's brother, Graham says. Graham's note says so.
0: Okay.
1: No, they
2: are there. They're, yeah, they're yeah, all there. Yeah, but what was their link? Why were they there? Maybe it's a niece. The link was Tony.
1: Uh, Tony is the bloke, the American bloke, Colin's friend Tony. You no, know, the um. Yeah. He basically says, "Don't go to America." That he he is the production bloke. But why is why is um, I, I'm. It's because the they, they've got couple, a child together. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I know. Uh, okay, interesting this one. I've just, literally just read it a tiny bit ahead. Rufus. He's played by Rowan Atkinson. He's the jewellery salesman whose obsessive attention to gift wrapping nearly results obviously in Harry being caught by an for me. Well, he gets caught anyway, doesn't he? Um, also, it's his distraction of staff at the airport which allows Sam to sneak through to see Joanna. In the director and cast commentary, it is revealed that Rufus was originally supposed to be a Christmas angel. However, this was dropped from the final script.
2: Well, I had a um, a tweet from, I think it was, our friends um, at the Blockbusters on Twitter, and they said there was a he was going to message me about a uh, a dropped script that was done. So, oh wow, that was um, probably what he was referring to.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, I thought, I thought that was really, really. I, I think that was really, really interesting that bit. Yeah. The fact isn't. that he... It would be nice if he had maybe appeared in a few more scenes and his bumbling up, what appears yeah. to be accidents ends up... Uh, yeah, it would have been good uh, for yeah, him. Sort of, uh, you know... The got- yeah, of- and they had some post credit scene that made it a bit more obvious. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Um, the epilogue is obviously set, as we said, one month later. The relationship of the characters obviously have continued to evolve. We've got Billy who arrived with a gorgeous groupie in We didn't discuss the end of, obviously, Bill Nighy's story. What I thought was nice was yes. he goes to out on John's party after getting number one, you know, and then he comes back to his manager and confesses his love for his, for yeah. his manager. What, to be fair, uh, that nearly brought a tear to my eye. It was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, yeah nice. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, which, is, which yeah. is absolutely fantastic. And the awkward moment of
2: when they're hugging of typical blokes, like, with the fists patting the back. Yeah,
1: that's it, that's yeah. it.
2: And it's... Uh, Great, she's just going to get pissed now.
1: Yeah, he, I mean, I mean, this guy Billy he, he arrives with a nice-looking uh, blonde, a groupie in tow. Uh, confirms that uh, that is his. He's, he's made this successful comeback. Juliet, Peter, and Mark arrive together to meet Jamie and his new bride. Mm. I thought that was I, I thought that was really nice, you know. Yeah. And that's obviously when we find out she, she's quite good at English. Yeah. Karen and the kids greet Harry, but Karen's, um, Karen's reaction, as Stu was saying earlier. Uh, suggested they're struggling uh, to move past his indiscretion. What would have been nice? I once again, this this is kind of like the story. It was a good story, but I didn't like the way it ended. Um, I I thought it would have been nice if they just carried on, or he'd come back and he'd actually bought a really nice piece of jewellery. Yeah, and, and she smiled or something like that. That would have been nice. Um, Sam greets Joanna, who has returned with her mother from America, and Daniel. Daniel is joined by his new girlfriend Carol and her son. wears John and Trudy heading off to their honeymoon. Run into Tony, who is awaiting Colin, as he returns from the U.S. Colin returns with the gorgeous Harriet and uh, he, and uh, <laughs> and the sister, mm. Jeanette, played by Carla, played by Denise Richards, yeah. who greets Tony with a hug and uh, well, quite the greeting, really, isn't it? At that terminal. What do you think and of Denise Richards? Richards? Charlie Sheen's ex-girlfriend.
0: Yeah, she was in Starship Troopers. Wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. What do you I think of her him? I like her. Very
1: nice. I think I think she's quite pretty. She played Mrs. She's, she's Mrs. A Mrs. Christmas.
0: Yeah, I, probably, I don't think she's I don't that think nice. She's probably, I don't think she's like one of the the best actresses I've ever seen, but I think she's. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's, yeah in terms of actress, I see her more with like. I can see her she's, as like. She's, uh, pro- she's like product in, place, in the right place. In Neighbors yeah, yeah, or like a, EastEnders or something yeah. like that rather than a film. That yeah. sounds really bad, yeah. maybe, but.
2: But no, she's more soapy <laughs> than yeah. anything else, yeah. isn't she? But
0: yeah, I just wondered. Do some facts, are
1: we. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Um, These scenes obviously dissolve into footage of actual arrivals at the airport, as the scene is divided into an increasing number of smaller segments from the shape of a heart, as the Beach Boys' God Only Knows plays on. So facts, there you go. And then do, the facts, facts, do facts, the facts do the facts, do
0: the facts. One of the things you asked right at the start, um, Stuart, about what, you know, do we think it's real? You know, the footage at the yeah. start of the, at the airport, and apparently it was real. All oh, right, um, there you go. What they did is ask people, uh, they had this uh, film crew set up there for a week um, and they were filming people as they were coming and if there was like hugging or kissing going on...
2: Um, Can you film it?
0: They would film it and they'd ask... Yeah. I think they would probably film it and then ask permission, otherwise it wouldn't work, would really. Yeah, it would
2: be a bit staged. But that would yeah. still be
0: quite bad, wouldn't it? Because imagine if you got filmed and they said, well, we've actually just filmed you, is it okay to use it? No, why the, You the... Know, Can have you film me? Yeah. I reckon there could have been some... Who has there? But anyway, um, it was the most rented DVD in the UK in 2004. No, I can wow. believe that completely. Yeah. yeah. Good old masters. Um, and the scene where um, Chris Marshall's character um, Colin accidentally insults the caterer's food when that's you know, brilliant, yeah, maybe, yeah, isn't that, it? You know um, that uh, I don't know how it was, but that was originally written for Hugh Grant's character in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Um, was was this the same director as yes, for? It was. It? Okay, there you I go. Okay, was. so but it was cut from that film, and the word actually spoken twenty two times by various characters in the film.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, Graham's research is very really well, hasn't he? He's done for, it's done. It's, it's, it's a shame he's not here to yeah. uh, say it himself. I know. Yeah. Um, the vicar used at Peter and Juliet's wedding was a real vicar. Very good. Yeah. He was high fiving someone in there, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. yeah. Um, the school used for the Nativity concert at the end of the film is um, Elliot School, Putney, South West London, and it's where Piers Brosson went to school until he was 15. Good choice. Yeah. Um Tray can that. Director cameo Richard Curtis as the trombone player. Uh, Why the did the directors do this?
1: A lot of them do it, don't as they? As long like, as Quentin Tarantino doesn't do it anymore, I'm yeah, quite, I'm quite as happy. As do I, I, I like it. That's my done worst done. bit about Pulp Fiction. Well, you though. like
2: it Quentin Tarantino, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, No, what, even no. in Django? No. Yeah, he's just a nutter, isn't he? He's just—he's a... Oh, a nutter with shit accents. <laughs> Apparently it's Australian accent he was trying to do. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah I heard well, on another podcast I listened to and they were talking about it. They, they must have picked up straight away, but or looked on the internet, I still couldn't work or out the Or heard us accent. and
1: thought, we're going to answer, we're going to answer yeah, the film. I have no class. idea. It's true, but that was, to be honest, yeah, when we look back at this, yeah, your biggest dilemma for 2014 was that accent.
2: Oh, it's a shocking accent.
1: Uh, but at least you he know what it was meant to be. Ruined it, As yeah. long as you knew it, uh, sorry, Nim, carry on. No,
0: no, and Lyndon David Hall appears singing All You Need Is Love at the church at the start, the Beatles song. I was wondering who that guy was, because he did look like a... a I thought it was a
2: guy from Hot Chocolate.
0: That's what I thought. Yeah. But, I mean, I still don't know Lyndon Davis. <laughs> no, neither do I. So it doesn't <laughs> mean anything to me. But he's got to be a famous singer. He must <laughs> be someone famous, yeah. But I thought it was a guy from Hot Chocolate. Um, something that you mentioned about Rowan Atkinson's character, if it was James, about him originally being um, scripted as an angel. It was going to be an angel kind of theme. Okay, uh, yeah. It was uh, but, uh, young James. Uh, yeah, and, and he disappears, walked away from Liam Neeson's character in the airport scene. So that got cut and it, Never happened, so. yeah. Um, and the last one, uh, for her one minute cameo, Claudia Schiffer received a reported how much money do you think she it's going to be in the
2: millions, isn't it?
0: No, it's not, it's not that much, but she was in there for about a minute or something. Wasn't Who's this, she? Is Claudia
2: Schiffer?
0: Schiffer. yeah? In total, I'd
2: hate to think, or 500,000,
0: uh, 200 grand,
2: that's ridiculous, 200,000 pounds. She really needs her money. She's so hard up, isn't she? Maybe she can quit <laughs> her second job now in McDonald's or something. She probably
0: got paid more than some people in the whole film. That's crap, right, isn't crazy, isn't yeah, it? It's crazy. Absolutely just... crazy. But I think that's all the facts. Excellent, excellent. So, so, what, so uh, before
1: we get into the best bits worst bit, I want to say, uh, as we do that, I want to say what our best and worst stories were, They. I'll go first, then. Go um, worst story, for me, I don't want to say the Keira Knightley one, because I think that ended up not too bad. For me, it was, it was probably the Emma Thompson, uh, um, uh, uh, Professor Snape uh, one. Oh, really? What? Alan Rickman? Only because of the way it ended. I thought that was a really good story, but I, I still didn't like the way that ended, and that still bothered me. Is that because me. it wasn't like 100% kind of happy I anyway. wanted it to be happy. Yeah, 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 because that, that seemed to be the theme. Maybe they are trying to keep it more realistic, but that's the only reason why I didn't like it. Um, I, I agree with you. The weakest story probably was the Keira Knightley one. But this one left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Um, but my favourite story just was the obviously the Hugh Grant and Natalie thing, only because of the way the I think he, the English Prime Minister was um, was portrayed. However, apart from the Kieran Knightley one and the one of the you know the, 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 those two, I thought all the stories were fantastic.
2: Yeah, I think the, the worst one for me is the Kieran Knightley one. Yeah. Just because I don't like the I don't like the idea of it uh i didn't like the standing by the door with the cards and the uh like the stereo playing i i thought that was all weak and too cheesy uh and i didn't like the fact that he was basically coming on to his best mate's missus even though he's in love with her i just didn't like that
0: fact it's not right is it
2: no it's not right um the best one the best one's really tricky because i i really love the relationship between Liam Neeson and his yes. stepson. I thought that was so, so nice. And again, I like the, uh, Hugh Grant and Martin McCutcheon one. I, I think mm-hmm. both of them for me, are, are on par with each other of, of being really lovely and touching and just really kind of heartwarming. I, I like both of them. They were, they played out really, really well. So that. For me, both of them are exactly the same. They're on par. Has been equally as good. Mm. Nim, um, I,
0: again, I didn't like the the first one, which is the uh, Kira Knightley and uh, the, the, you know the, the, her best her husband's best friend who fancies yeah. there. Um, purely, I, I, I don't think it was the same reason for yourself. I just thought it wasn't. There was no kind of depth in that story whatsoever. It was just so like I think they had to just put an, a, like a. An extra storyline in, and it just felt like they just chucked it into the film because there's nothing to it. It was a case of, you know, they've just got married and her yeah. husband's.
2: It was the shortest like, one, I think, yeah, out of yeah, all of them. It was them, just really, it? Yes.
1: really short. I, I, that or the, or the Colin one with the guy in America. I probably.
2: think it would have been better. I honestly do. If if,
0: if there was some if more if kind he would of have history loved or something his behind friend, it.
2: Yeah. His male friend. I think that yeah, would have been such right, a, if she an interest. Him. No, if. um Rather than he likes Kieran Knightley, he likes, likes him. he likes him. I yeah. think that would have been such a good twist yeah. on it. Um, a, a, an original idea and something that maybe hadn't been done. And you could have kept that element of comedy. And it just would have, even if it had finished the same way,
0: Yeah,
2: the fact that he liked him would have been a fresh take on yeah. kind of this. I
0: mean, this. to be fair, they were, they were trying to get across here... Um, all the different aspects of love. So there's like a you know like Sam, the, the young child who's in love. You've got an older couple, um, which is Alan Rickman's and Car- uh, and Carol. Is it Carol? Oh, I've got the names mixed I up. I don't know. They, they did tick and, all the boxes, didn't they? Yeah. So they were ticking all the boxes. But did they tick all the boxes? Because there wasn't any you know gay or lesbian relationship. Well, really, I, I think maybe and that was to be point And, and, and I it think made that, yeah. that that would have been. A good, a good thing to do. Um, the storylines I liked, um, w- one of the ones that you said, um, Stu, which was... Um, now I've just forgot it. The, the,
1: the Liam Neeson
0: one. Liam Neeson one, again, because of the father-son relationship. Yeah. And, and, and something, you know, something good's happened to him after he's lost his wife, and, and that was a nice... It was just a nice, warm story. It was lovely, wasn't um, it? But the other one that I liked, uh, or the other two that I liked, one is probably just... The, the filth in me is, is the, the, the Colin going to America, and you know because it was just funny. It was just funny. Yeah. And it was nice, light-hearted fun. It was so over the top yeah. and cliche. Wasn't it was um, hilarious. Yeah. And the other one was the um Colin Firth's character, the, the writer and Oriala, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, that was a nice, nice story. That as was well. lovely. Yeah, because again like, he'd been through a lot of, a lot of shit, shit. And, and you know something good's come at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and, me- she, and she was again. It's that. That is something very different to the other stories because mm. you've got two people falling in love from different walks of life. Um, and you know, Colin Firth is so good at language, doing
2: this kind of role, yeah. even though in Bridget Jones. Yeah. He plays the gentleman who's... Um, who will do the gentlemanly thing, even if it goes against what he believes, and he'll become kind of a lot worse off through it, mm. that he will do that just because he's such a gentleman and that's what gentlemen do, you know what I mean? And... They'll stand up for the woman, and
1: yeah.
2: if the woman doesn't want to be with him, he won't put up a fight. He'll just take a step back think, and say, yeah. "Well, that's what she wants." Yeah, I
1: think if you took the Hugh Grant story and you took uh, the Colin Firth one, I think they're probably the two strongest stories that you could almost make a whole film out of. Yeah, those two. I mean, uh, the other ones possibly, but those two, I think, are the strongest in terms. Of, yeah, they've really actually make a ninety minute film out of them, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah. Quite I'm easily. just
0: thinking, you know, like I don't know if you guys have seen Sliding Doors. No. I don't watch a, a lot Graham of has. love Unfortunately, films. Unfortunately, he's not here. No, yeah, I, it's, I'm, I'm, I, I would have not. You know, I'd expect Graham to like something like Sliding Doors. because yeah. it's, again, another British rom com, and the story in that would fit into this film perfectly. Yeah. what you're saying. You do you know? watch
2: a lot of romance films, love films, and rom coms and that it?
0: No, not really. <laughs> I mean, it's um, probably by default because I do like enjoy watching, watching British films. Um, but do you like, do you, would you go if you were kind of there was a, a few films, there was like an action
2: one or there was a, a sci fi one or a horror one or something, would you first go it, for the, the it, romance It the just, love film?
0: It, it probably depends. And I think the, the reason why we're doing this film is because it's coming up to Christmas, it was set for it's Christmas. It's what Graham wants because he loves, um, and, and love and films. Graham well, Graham wants, loves, what Graham wants. I yeah. know. Mm. But I think it's what I'm in uh, the, the frame of mind I might be in at that particular time. So if it's like kind of a, a cold winter's night and you're watching a film with your girlfriend or your wife it was such a romantic was there a lot fire involved then then I would I would watch this (laughs) and you're wearing uh, a cravat and (laughs) a smoking a pipe and and a smoking jacket yeah (laughs) I've always wanted a smoking jacket Um, but the yeah, because I, I like any kind of film. Yeah. Uh, as you can tell from my taste of films from clerks. Well, you didn't know who Boba
2: Fett just... was so, earlier, which I'm he disappointed wasn't about. wasn't
1: wearing the right colours. Oh, I, I don't know. Me.
2: about yourself, James? Love films. Are you into them? Do you like them?
1: They're all right. I, I, I have known. I, I went through a phase of watching far too much romantic comedies because I broke up with a girl. She broke up with me. And it made did me you eat a... ice cream whilst you ate them? I did. I, used to, I I bought two two or three, and I went through a whole series of... Uh, of Watching friends and then buying a Ben and Jerry's ice cream, sitting there and just eating it all. Why Ben or and Jerry's? Because it was a blockbusters and we got 20% off. Yeah. I like, preferred it to Hargan. does.
2: Okay, it's interesting. So, I, I don't really like enough you? films. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I'm not really. Because I'd one imagine for this time them. next
1: year we'll be doing the holiday because Graham would have asked for it.
2: <laughs> Probably, yeah. I don't mind them. I really enjoyed this film. And when I watched it um, with Mrs. J, that. She uh, she was in tears and she loved it and I knew she would be and but to me I I kind of I don't I won't be the first choice you know if there was
0: it it is an easy watch though isn't it it is an
2: easy watch and it is nice to watch something nice where people are are kind of are happy and it there's a happy ending but
1: you do finish the film yeah happy don't
2: you but yeah but I mean I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch Guardians of the Galaxy three times in a row than watch a love film. You know, yeah. they're more my kind of films. They're, again, they're probably because I'm a complete, thick, ignorant idiot, That they're no brainer films and I can just sit and watch things explode and people get their ass kicked and stuff like that. I love those kind of films or thrillers, something oh, yeah. like that. And that, that's what, or comedies, I love those. I love films, yeah. I don't, it's not something I go for first. I mean, if I was with my wife, I'd go for a love film because it would show that I'm quite mature, and that's the kind of thing that I like. But deep down, I'd want to watch the Avengers or something. <laughs> where the Hulk smashes everything up. So, um, what would you give it uh, out of five, you guys?
0: Um, I think I'd give it a four out of five. I'd give it a four out of five. To be fair, I think it's and my reasoning of you know when I grade these films is again watchability if I sat down coming up to Christmas now and it came on I could easily watch it I'd have no issue yeah. I, I would watch it again um, but it'd have a, a shelf life I mean you know, something like for example Star Wars I could watch every month yeah you know I could just watch it every month and I just would not get bored of it I wouldn't be able to watch this every month but I think it's a seasonal film and it's the right time the right place yeah like you say with, with uh, Mrs. P or you know it's a yeah. How about yourself, James?
1: I'm going to give it probably a 4.5. The Ooh, only wow. reason why it doesn't get the 0.5 is because of that twinge of there's a couple of things that possibly didn't act out how I wanted it to, uh, and no, for no detriment of the film, it was it's still an amazing film, and I strongly recommend it. That's the only thing that's stopping stopping it from giving me a five was because I was a bit unhappy with some of the endings. Uh, uh, yeah. But the, but the, but, the, but, the, but there you go. 4.5 for me.
2: Gee, what about your
1: shoe
2: yeah, this is the I'll, big one this no, is the big no one. I'll give it um, I'll give it a four and a half whoa, just whoa. bombshell no because for me like when we watched uh, like I was speaking to you about this the yeah. other day wasn't I at work that when we watched Die Hard um, which will be available soon um,
0: <laughs> no bitterness there <laughs> there's no bitterness
2: there at all um, that Die Hard is a perfect action film isn't it yeah for me, this was the perfect love film. Um, just for me, other my rental post,
1: purchase options are available. They available. are available, yeah. yeah.
2: But, but like, I, like, I just love this film again. I love English films uh, yeah. like set in um, England in London, especially. Did you,
0: did you like Four Weddings and a Funeral?
2: Yeah, I love that. And again, just, I, there was another film. I give it a year. Um, that's a. I'd recommend that film to anyone. I give it a year. It's a. Brilliant, brilliant film. That's a kind of um, rom com film as well. Is that a British one? Yeah. And and it's hilarious from from the offset of the wedding. uh, They've got, who's the other? Stephen Merchant does the speech. He's the best man. Mm -hmm. And he does such a good speech. It's hilarious. So, yeah, I give it a year. That's another romance. Um, But this had everything that I really enjoy in these kind of films the comedy, the love. It was really heartwarming. Uh, it made you feel really, really good seeing these people go through tragedy to the the love they find and the happiness they get. And the soppy side of me really, really enjoyed this. Um, I just... It would be a five, but I just don't like the... the couple in it where he fancies his best mate's yeah. um, misses. But that was a bit weak. It could have been done a he lot better. It almost perfect, didn't it? Yeah, but I, I love this film and I posted on Facebook how much I did like it and... I thought it was really, really good, and I, I should imagine Graham will probably give it a five. I, I would have thought, would he? I think he'd he probably said give it a six, said said five. Out of
0: five yeah,
2: know. yeah. I mean, I know when Graham watched this, and I know he's man enough, and he won't mind me saying this, but he did say, even though he's seen it probably thirty times, he reckons that he was crying at the end of this.
1: I oh, was a tear in my eyes, G. And honest.
2: he said he opened. He probably will deny it next week. Cause he'll probably be embarrassed, but he was crying. Um, proper tears at the end of this grand was He said he was a mess So uh, And I think you have to Applaud him for that And I, <laughs> I think I think that That's brilliant And next week As I say He'll deny it He doesn't want to be singled out yeah. But Fair play to him There you go So I just Also once that's done um, Just want to uh, Give a shout out Like we normally do <coughs> On uh, Twitter, really, really great guys. Really good podcast that they've been putting out. Um, it's at not totally, um, at not totally, totally. I've been chatting to them. And they're uh, really great and great podcasts on films. And uh, anyone chat to them, they'll always answer back. And they're really good. And also, shout out to my friend Mel, who will be listening to this with great interest as well. So I hope she approves. Will she agree with the 4.5? I hope so. I hope she approves. So, Of uh, the 4.5? Of the 4.5. I'm sure I'll find out. So uh, I know Mrs. J will like to give it, or she'll give it a 5 because she was in tears, so from her. But um, yeah, next week, what is it? What are we doing? Well, well,
1: well, the listeners will either be listening to Die Hard after this yes. or before, but, but the next one we're recording is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
2: Yeah, that is great. Have you seen that, Nim? Years ago, years ago. So it's gonna be
0: something
1: that's
2: it's gonna to to like watching day, a new movie. I still
1: piss myself.
2: Yeah, it's great. Mind you, you've done that three times this week. Piss myself, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So that's not a benchmark for a great <laughs> it, film.
1: To be fair, mate, this is the third this is the third pair of uh knickers, <laughs> not knickers, knickers. Just, <laughs> fucking not knickers. <laughs> <laughs> it, knickers Boxer <laughs> shorts <laughs> that I'm wearing today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's alright, <laughs> I've <I'm> ruined that <laughs> joke now, haven't I, with
2: another one? <laughs> you have, so it'll be um it could be in one week, you get Die Hard Love, actually, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation in a week. I really don't know the way it's going, but we'll keep banging them out. And next year, we're going to go in a completely different direction with some uh, absolute blockbusters. We've spoken about this already, so I'm really looking forward to January. Sharknado. Yeah. Oh, no, we're going to do good no. films. We're not going to do bloody Sharknado. <laughs> um, everything, all our previous ones that um, are available are at um, www.thefilmrealcast.uk we're on Twitter at thefilmrealcast we're on Facebook and thanks for those of you who have left feedback on face, uh, Facebook yeah, iTunes. on iTunes thank as you as so well. much that's brilliant we really really appreciate all the feedback you give us um, it lets us know what you like and uh, what you don't like and what we're doing so that's great I think that's about it guys isn't yeah. it I hope Graham gets well soon I wish you all the best mate and uh, we'll uh, be back next week national land Bye.
0: I feel it in my fingers I feel it in my toes
2: Christmas is all around me and so the feeling grows
0: it's with the